Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Keeping Up the Windsors. I'm Rachel. And I'm Michelle. On today's episode, we're going to start with the ongoing situation in Ukraine and how the royals have reacted. Then we're going to do a quick royal roundup, including George at the Rugby, Prince Edward and Charles and Camilla. And then we're going to move on to Catherine and William in Wales for St David's Day. So stay tuned. grand fanfare welcome to our podcast keeping up with the windsors dedicated to the royal family each episode will be crowned to the rafters with opinions news and commentary on the comings and goings of the family of windsor with your hosts and royal fangirls rachel andrews and michelle thole so grab yourself a cuppa straighten up your tiara shine your knighthood round up your corgis and let's keep up with with the the windsors Well, Rach, there's a lot going on in the world at the moment, isn't there? Oh, so much going on. We thought we'd cover the royals and how they have been reacting to the ongoing situation in the Ukraine. We heard from William and Catherine and they left a message on their socials, didn't they? Yes, they did. Yeah. This is what they said. They said in October 2020, we had the privilege to meet President Zelensky and the First Lady to learn of their hope and optimism for Ukraine's future. Today, we stand with the president and all of Ukraine's people as they bravely fight for that future. So, Rach, this is William and Catherine's response to the Mm. Ukraine situation. What did you think about it? I think my first thought was this isn't a statement. I mean, it was not signed as the Duke and Duchess of Cambridge and neither were the HRH titles used. It was a personal message. Um, It was signed W and C. And when it's signed like that, it's usually a sign so you know it's coming directly from them, their thoughts and opinions. Yeah, it's not from their press office. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I think, you know, like everyone in the world right now, everyone's mind is firmly on the Ukraine and the ongoing situation. And then President Zelensky then retweeted and said that he was actually grateful for the Duke and Duchess's support and of the royal family support as well. And today we saw Charles and Camilla visiting the Ukrainian Catholic Cathedral in London, where they expressed their solidarity with the Ukrainian people. They lit a candle at the high altar and laid sunflowers, which is Ukraine's national flower. And Charles actually gave an unscripted speech and he said, our thoughts and prayers, however inadequate they may be, are with all of you at this most critical of times. And I don't know if you've seen this because it's it's only come out, we're record, when we're recording this, it only came out about an hour ago. Mm. But he actually spoke to some school children and they were holding up um, cards and posters um, and messages saying stop Putin and I briefly said this to you before we hit play today Shell but um, there was videos and Camilla she was crying Mm. she was actually seen crying and it was it was so moving she was actually comforting the ambassador's wife and she said we are praying for you Charles actually took five charities of which he's patron to help British Ukrainian communities with their relief efforts. So yeah, it's, it's, it was just, it was very moving. And even when they were at the high altar, you could see Camilla was really trying to hold back the tears. Oh, Royal Community. If you've been affected by the Ukrainian situation, I say situation because it's ongoing, isn't it? It could become mm-hmm. a- anything at any point, you know. It changes every single day, doesn't it? It does. And it's, it's really scary. Um, If you have been or are affected by this, we're sending you so much love out there. It's just a really, really difficult situation to, to be in and and we just want to extend our thoughts and prayers to you at this really harrowing time oh but 
Then we actually found out, Rach, that a diplomatic reception, which was meant to take place at Windsor Castle, has been cancelled with the Queen taking advice from the Foreign Secretary to postpone it. Because a lot of people were like, well, the Queen's had COVID. Is it because she's getting worse? And actually, no, it's because of the ongoing situation. They thought it'd be best to postpone it. So, um, yeah, I think rightly so. It's not really the time or the place. It would have been really insensitive if this had gone ahead. You know, everyone dressed up in gowns and wearing tiaras and diamonds and jewels. As you said, we just want to extend our well wishes and prayers to everyone affected. And yeah, just we can't really say any more than that, can we? No, we can't. We can't. I mean, in the spirit of uh, the the podcast, in the spirit of being a bit of light relief in a dark time, why don't we get into the Royal Roundup? And let's talk about what has been happening for the Royals this week. So let's start with Prince George then. We saw him attending the rugby with mum and dad. And we did mention the rugby last week, didn't we, Rach? Because Catherine, who is now the patron of English rugby, and obviously William is patron of Welsh rugby, he we, we were just expecting those at the match. And I sat there with my cup of tea whilst the rugby started with all the, the, um, the national anthems going on. And I said to Phil, I'm only here for William and Catherine. As soon as they turn up and I've seen them, I'm off. Because I just, I'm not a massive fan of sports. Um, but it was, you messaged me. And you were like, George is at the rugby. And I was just, wow. Yeah. Wasn't expecting it at all. No, wasn't expecting it. And, and they went inside and they met, I'm guessing they're, people associated with the rugby again i'm not a sport <laughs> sorry <laughs> royal community we're literally making up on the spot with the rugby <laughs> but um catherine actually said that george has been practicing his rugby tackles on her oh. <laughs> and that prince louis loves the kit and has started taking his referee whistle to nursery <laughs> oh that is so cute i love that <laughs> And William also said that uh, the sporting rivalry has become quite the thing in our house, but he's trying to stay out of it. On an engagement in Wales, William said that George is going to be supporting Wales and not supporting England. And I think that's why he looked a bit crestfallen at the end of the rugby, didn't he? (laughs) Because he was like, my team didn't win. Yeah, but we also have to remember that George is going to be the Prince of Wales at some point in his life. Yeah. So... I mean, it, it makes sense that he would support Wales. It was so funny because there was one picture that was taken at the end of the game and Catherine was all smiles when <laughs> him and George. <laughs> like, oh, so oh. I I think I think they went home and Charlotte was like, yes, mummy, our team won. <laughs> I think it's the girls versus the boys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was um, really funny because I think um, there was a video of him and I think he spotted himself on the TV, like on one of the screens, because he was singing along a bit nonchalantly. And then all of a sudden he looked and then he turned and he seemed to like stand up a bit straighter as if to say, oh God, I know the cameras are on me. I looked apart. <laughs> I didn't see that bit. That's really funny. Oh, but it was lovely. <laughs> to see Prince George and you know as we always say he's growing up he is growing up he's growing up do you know I remember you saying Rach when he was at the football that he looked like William and I said I can't see it can you remember me saying that to you yeah and he looks so much like William I need to take that back he looks so much like William and then some of the fan accounts were put in pictures and videos of um George next to Diana oh really and the resemblance is uncanny it really is yeah, he's a Spencer for sure. So he's obviously got the yeah. Spencer gene. Yeah. yeah, he's got the Spencer gene. Um, I just want to add in a little thing. I absolutely loved Catherine's coat. I really want that coat. 
The houndstooth coat. Oh, it was absolutely gorgeous. And who made the houndstooth coat? Holland Cooper. And Holland Cooper, I was so excited about this. Holland Cooper actually shared our story on their stories. I was like, ah, this yeah. is a moment. <laughs> yeah. If you want to follow us on Instagram, it's at Keeping Up With The Windsor's Pod. What else is going on with the Royal Family, Rach? Oh, so we've actually got a bit of Redford news, Shell. <laughs> oh, wow. God, that's new, isn't it? <laughs> so two of my absolute favourite worlds collided. The Royals and Bridgerton. <laughs> Oh, if you've been listening to the podcast for a while, you'll know that Rachel absolutely loves Bridgerton. Honestly, I can't I can't even begin to tell. I've never been this excited about a TV series coming out. I can't tell you, Michelle. (laughs) What was the last TV series you absolutely loved? Probably The Crown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to ask you a question here, Rach. What do you love more, the Royals or Bridgerton? No, you can't do that to me. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> they're two completely different entities <laughs> you can't make me shoes Bridgerton podcast coming soon <laughs> not <laughs> so Prince Edward attended the National Youth Theatre's fundraising gala which he's patron of and he was pictured with Reggae Jean Page who if you have watched Bridgerton plays the Duke of Hastings wow so there was that Bridgerton connection there yeah. now I don't know if you've seen this show but um there was photos of Edward. I haven't seen any of this, by the way. Okay, I need to show you these photos. He was wearing a velvet burgundy blazer. Ooh, very William. And then red and black tartan trousers. Oh, I love red and black tartan trousers. <laughs> but when you see this all together, it's it's quite like a flamboyant look for Edward. Hang on. I'm I'm gonna is it on is it on the um, Instagram Royal Family Socials? No, it's not on their socials. No. All right, let me let me Google it because I yeah. Royal Community. You you need to get my honest opinion of what this looks like. <laughs> right, Prince Edward <laughs> wearing tartan. Is that what I'm gonna write? <laughs> Prince Edward. Oh, hang on, I've got some images coming up. Ooh, <laughs> this is such a fashion choice. <laughs> See what I mean? Wow. It's quite out there, isn't it? It is. Like, he actually... <laughs> oh, goodness me. Rach, he looks like Hugh Hefner in that sl- like smoking jacket. <laughs> I mean, I have oh, to say, gosh. probably one of my favourite things I've ever seen on, <laughs> on Edwards. <laughs> oh, and you can see how happy he is. Oh. Like, I'm wearing tartan. I've got the velvet blazer. It's all good. So for those of you that don't know, Edward, back in 1987, had a TV show called It's a Royal Knockout, which was a one-off charity event with himself, the Princess Royal and the Duke and Duchess of York all took part in. So he's used to the theatrics. Like, he's in the theatre world. He's a bit like Charles in that sense. Charles, you know, went to university and he um he liked to be in the amateur theatrics, didn't he? Yeah. And the gala included an auction to raise funds needed to empower young people and the arts. Well, this is this is just really interesting, isn't it? And it's lovely to see. Um, you know, we like you said, we know Edward loves the the arts, but to have that Bridgerton element is very now, isn't it? It's very now. Oh, it's very now, and obviously everybody loved Simon, didn't he, and Bridgerton? Like, <laughs> name a person who didn't. <laughs> I I've only watched a few episodes of of Bridgerton, so um I'm not quite sure who Simon is, but I'm sure I would love him if I watched it. We can't be friends now. <laughs> <laughs> You haven't read Harry Potter, so yeah, we're even. Oh we're even. yeah, okay, I'll give you that one. <laughs> <laughs> 
Royal Community, you can watch It's a Royal Knockout on YouTube because it's actually been wiped from the face of the planet apart from YouTube because it had such a detrimental effect on the PR of the royal family. But I've since watched this. Can you remember me texting you going, I'm watching It's a Royal Knockout. Yeah. And I thought it was brilliant. I thought it was like so like tongue in cheek. It was very um, kitsch. It was very, um, just didn't take itself too seriously. And it was really, honestly, Royal Community, watch it on YouTube because this the amount of quality celebrities and real real famous people it's amazing and not just that but they had like world record holders have a watch have a watch let us know what you think <laughs> come on over to instagram let us know or even email us keep it up with the windsors pod at gmail.com and let us know what you think of it's a royal knockout okay now i'm gonna say a very controversial thing here rachel are you ready for this go on I was mad at Charles and Camilla. Why? Because, and this got nothing to do with their engagement, nothing to do with Southend-on-Sea, but it was St. David's Day and Charles and Camilla were in Southend-on-Sea. Get to Wales. It's St. David's Day. You are the Prince and Princess of Wales. Get to, get to Wales is what I say. Yeah. No, yeah, I understand that. Yeah. I was, I was a bit cheesed off um, on that day, but <laughs> let's talk about what they did instead of going to Wales on St. David's Day. Charles and Camilla visited Southend on Sea, which was granted city status. MP Sir David Amos had campaigned for years for this to happen. And tragically, he was murdered last year. Now, Charles presented the letters patent, which is a written order issued by the monarch to which the great seal of the realm is attached. Now, this practice dates back to Edward the Confessor. Wow. Um, and have a look at the Clarence House Twitter as they showed it. And it's, it, it really is beautiful, isn't it? Yeah, it is. I was actually talking to someone in the royal community and they said, wow, this is like a piece of history we never usually get to see. And I said, how many times over the last year have we heard the words letters pattern? <laughs> I'm like, please stop talking about letters patterns. <laughs> <laughs> it's so true though later on in the evening charles hosted a reception for supporters of the powerist which celebrates a hundred of the uk's most influential people of african african caribbean and african-american heritage and honors people across business science technology and the arts i really really enjoyed this uh, reception i thought it was brilliant yeah it was at clarence house wasn't it it was yeah mm. and one thing i wanted to add in was that the queen is back doing virtual audiences yay well done, Her Majesty. She kicked COVID in the butt. <laughs> so as we said last week, people, let's not panic. You know, she's back at Windsor doing light duties. And to show that she was actually there, they reposted some photos over on their Twitter. Yeah. So all yeah. is well with Her Majesty. Oh, I'm so glad she's um, on the mend. Right. Well, we have done the Royal Roundup. Let's move to the Royal News. We're going to be focusing on St. David's Day and William and Catherine's engagements in Wales. So let's get to it. So William and Catherine visited Wales and St. David's Day. Yay, St. David's Day. Do you know what the Welsh is for St. David's Day, Shall? Uh, I probably pronounce it very wrong, but Dydd Goyle Dewi Sant, I think. <laughs> I'm sorry, <laughs> Welsh people, if you're listening to this thinking, what is she talking about? <laughs> So we first saw the Duke and Duchess at Pant Farm near Abergavenny, where they were seen meeting some goats. Ah! I, I, honestly, one of my favourite animals in the whole world are goats. I used to look after the goats at London Zoo. So I'm just like, <laughs> I'm super, super happy with it. 
And Catherine was seen stroking the goats and one of them had a little nip of her. <laughs> she was like, oh, you know, <laughs> and, and one of the farmers said, yeah, you got to watch the back teeth. They're the strongest ones. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know that was yeah. so funny and I actually Rach did you hear that um she, when she looked into her a little bit of her um heritage she found out there was a goat farmer in her heritage yeah <laughs> yeah I saw that yeah and they actually said that their children are getting more involved with their farm animals back at their home at Amna Hall oh mate do you know what you never really think of them having a farm there do you, you just think of them having a big massive mansion and enjoying life yeah. but actually they've got so much land of course they've got a farm they then went on to Abergavenny Market with, with produce coming from the local community including milk and cheese from Pant Farm which they had visited earlier in the day and this market is really important to the local community with third, fourth and sometimes even fifth generations of family businesses in operation so this is amazing that this tradition still continues and did you see that William got offered a job on the cheese stall in the market <laughs> <laughs> and apparently he loves cheese what's your cheese of choice of William course. is it a Stilton is it a breeze is it a cheddar <laughs> what's your favorite cheese Rach I'm quite traditional I'm like a mild cheddar cheese oh my goodness me you're so boring I don't, yeah, I'm not really like fancy. I'm not really like snobby on my cheeses, no. Now, I love a blue Stilton and I also love a Wensleydale with cranberries. Love it. Absolutely love it. Yeah, so that's our cheese talk. What else happened? (laughs) Later, they went to the hub, which is in partnership with Blanavon World Heritage Site, which supports and guides disadvantaged young people, creating opportunities to learn and develop skills and improve mental health. Now, we actually saw them on this engagement where they were trying to make Welsh cakes. Yes, Welsh cakes. <laughs> and I don't know if you saw that there was actually matching green jumpers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but again, I'm going to I'm gonna really be picky and think, why aren't they in red? Because red is synonymous with Wales. Yeah, yeah, you messaged me that, didn't you? You said, why, is, why isn't she wearing red? I was like, I don't know. Um, I've actually put this on our Instagram and you disagreed with me and we were like I I messaged you and I was like okay we're gonna have to agree to disagree I did not like Catherine's outfit that green coat I I liked the top half but the bottom half like the skinny jeans with the boots I just did not like it was like come on like and I was looking at and I was thinking you've got to step up your game for this Caribbean tour love like come on like what is going on like normally you know Michelle I love Catherine's fashion choices yeah but this outfit just did not do it for me but then loads of people disagreed with me and they were like I yeah. love the outfit yeah now um let's put it this way I was mad that she wasn't in well I was mad that both of them wasn't in red because it's like going to St. Patrick's Day and wearing yellow rather than green right because mm-hmm. that's the way that it is but also I absolutely loved it I love the fact that she went different with the boots and I you know you you yourself confessed grant what do you say granny chic is your style isn't it yeah yeah and and my style is very rock chick and I think she brought that rock chick element and I'm actually wanting her to do that more because she's very safe she's very kind of um along the Catherine Walker coat dresses and I just want I just I'm I'm really happy with that and I I loved her outfit and you'd be very <laughs> you would hate my wardrobe Rach because I'm sure I've got a pair of those boots in there so I didn't hate, I didn't um, hate the boots I just wish like the other week when she was in Denmark for example when she wore those trousers you know and, and those court shoes I think that would have looked more put together than what this outfit was I I disagree I loved it I thought it was absolutely just 
on the edge of being super smart and also I I've just put this on like I've just, I just haven't really thought about it. I just put it on like that effortless princess feel you know without trying too hard yeah I mean royal community let us know what you think over on our Instagram at keeping up with the winds pod because I'm sure there's loads yeah, of people that are going Rachel what are you talking about she looks so good <laughs> and we do not disagree on very many things when it comes to the royals but this is like <laughs> me and you are completely on either side yeah. apart, from, apart from cheese and Bridgerton we're, we're on completely <laughs> different sides of the spectrum so um and then Michelle to top it off we had a Trivoli moment Tree so they were both seen planting a tree a tree they were both they were both seen planting a tree for the platinum jubilee yeah and we didn't hear them say that but in my head i was saying good luck tree good luck tree give a little tap 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 good luck tree <laughs> i absolutely love this engagement of blanadvon world heritage site such a wonderful place to go so picturesque yeah definitely Yes, so that was William and Catherine uh, during St. David's Day and their visit to Wales. The royal family and also Clarence House socials, they also did put posts up saying, you know, happy St. David's Day to all the celebrating. I thought I would uh, give you a little bit of a, you know, get in the spirit of St. David's Day and uh, give the royal community some Welsh facts. Who is St. David, Rach? Well, he is patron saint of Wales. And the reason why we celebrate St. David's Day is actually to commemorate his death. And guess what? <laughs> Rach, he died. I'm <laughs> laughing because it was so so long ago. He died in 589 AD. What? Like, <laughs> I know. So um when he got canonized um in the 12th century, that's when St. David's Day started. And it's happened ever since. And it's been just passed down through generation and generation and generation. What's interesting is the Welsh and the Irish they really celebrate St David's Day St Patrick's Day we don't celebrate anything for St George's Day in England like I wouldn't even be able to tell you when St George's Day was these are 23rd Unless of it, April isn't it don't know <laughs> don't, don't do anything <laughs> for it don't celebrate it anyway St David's Day is not national holiday in Wales we've tried and tried to petition it but um yeah it hasn't happened just yet let me tell you a little bit about what happens on St David's Day if you're Welsh um, we eat Welsh cakes, so I'm so happy to see um, William and Catherine eating them. Did you hear the little boy who was helping them? And the, and, the, and the journalist said to him, what was William's Welsh cakes like? He basically said, I wouldn't have him making them again. <laughs> but I wouldn't eat them again. Brilliant. <laughs> and Royal Community, if you're out there thinking, what is a Welsh cake? It's basically like a really, really flat scone. Um, but it tastes, I believe it tastes way more delicious than a, than a scone <laughs> <laughs> and you can have it with sugar or butter. Um, and it's always cooked on like a, a really flat ironed hot plate. We eat Welsh cakes, Barra Breath, which is a Welsh fruit loaf, Welsh rarebit, which is basically cheese on toast with some Worcestershire sauce on it. Uh, Welsh lamb, uh, for everyone who eats meat and cowl, which is a, a soup. Um, we also wear daffodils and leeks which are the national emblem of wales and we wear them as like a pin on our um, lapels 
how we also obviously um, have daffodils in vases and stuff like that. And did you know, Rach, that there is a national dress of Wales? Did you know this? There's an actual Welsh outfit. Is there? Yes. And it started in rural parts of Wales in the 19th century. And honestly, it became quite a thing. (laughs) It's um, a dress for specifically women. And it comprises of a dress, a Welsh shawl, a Welsh hat, and something that I call a pinny. A pinafore. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So have a look on Google and I'm sure we'll put it on our socials as well, Rach. If you go to school as a little child, when it's St. David's Day, you have an Eisteddfod, which is a more fancier school assembly where we sing the Welsh national anthem, we sing songs in Welsh and also recite poetry. And also some lucky kids get half days on St. David's Day, which is amazing. Yeah. And actually lots of little girls dress up in their Welsh national costume and go to school. But as an adult, we have um, Welsh parades There's usually some kind of sporting event going on And you will wear either your, your pin on your lapel Your daffodil or your leek Or you'll wear something like a Welsh rugby shirt To, you know, get into the spirit of things So we have an annual message An annual St David's Day message To the nation given by our First Minister of Wales So it's a little bit like the Queen's speech But it's actually the First Minister of Wales <laughs> <laughs> I hope you're still with me, Royal Community, because being Welsh, you know, is is um is quite a quite an affair. If you ever say to me, um, I'm English, I will say, No, I'm not. I'm Welsh. <laughs> because it's like speaking like saying someone in Ireland, oh, you're English. You're not. They're Irish or in Scotland. Yeah. They're Scottish. Anyway, famous people you may know from Wales, Tom Jones, Catherine Zeta Jones. Can you see Jones as a Welsh name? <laughs> <laughs> Richard Burton, Sir Anthony Hopkins, Dylan Thomas. Gareth Bale, Michael Sheen, Roald Dahl, Shirley Bassey, and me, Royal Community. I'm Welsh, obviously, as you know. (laughs) The most famous of them all. (laughs) But also, let's not forget, the Royals will be flying the flag for Wales with the title Prince and Princess of Wales for like ages. Um, I wanted to give you a little bit of context here because in 1536, Henry VIII gave a leak to his daughter on the 1st of March and it was all, the leak was already associated with St. David's Day. Also for all of our American uh, royal community out there, did you know that eight US presidents, including Thomas Jefferson, Abraham Lincoln, John Adams and John Quincy Adams all have Welsh ancestry, which I was just like, wow. Wow. And also one of the memorial stones on the Washington Monument is actually inscribed in Welsh. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, I know. And Australian listeners will know that Julia Gillard is actually from Wales herself. So, um, and that's the their one of their recent prime ministers. So that's that's my little Welsh culture coming at you, royal community. I think it's important actually to, for us to talk about this, especially just as it's important to talk about Northern Ireland and Scotland as well when the royals go there, because it's so embedded within the royal story and uh, what they what they represent, mm. and you know. I could say I'm from Wales and people say, where's that? And then you say, actually, do you know the royal family? Do you know the princess of Wales? Do you see what I mean? There's always like a reference there. Yeah. I I want to extend all of my love to all of our Welsh listeners out there who celebrated St. David's Day. Royal community, next week we are celebrating our one year anniversary. Can you believe this? Can you believe it? I can't believe it. <laughs> Like we're still like whenever we look at the stats of where people listen, we're like, oh, well, we've got this many people in Texas listen to us and this many people in New South Wales and this many people yeah. in Argentina. And it's like, yeah. What? 
<laughs> so coming up next week, we're going to be giving you a really quick uh, synopsis of what's happened for the Royals that week. And then we are going to really go into depth about our journey as podcasters, our journey with, um, you know, connecting with you as a Royal community. I am actually going to put through a, a little bloopers reel. <laughs> Oh God, <laughs> trust me, you get like a 35 minute episode. It's me and Michelle talking for an hour and a half. So. <laughs> you get the message. I don't know what Michelle's going to pull out of the bag. I really don't. As long as there's none of me swearing in it, I'm good. <laughs> yeah, we keep it really, really PG on the podcast, but there's a lot of swearing behind the scenes. <laughs> um, but what I would also love for us to do, Rach, is... Uh, next week go through some of our favorite episodes Mm -hmm. and just talk about maybe some of our favorite things that we you know personally ourselves not anything to do with the royals but how we felt covering those stories yeah and we'll get like a behind the scenes of the podcast yeah I think it's going to be so good to reminisce over the last year so much has happened not just for us personally but obviously in the lives of the royals as well like what a year it has been and and we could not have started the podcast at a more tumultuous time you know we had the the Oprah we had Prince Philip passing away it was just it was we literally hit the ground running as they say we were in the fast lane from episode one and we've never we haven't come back off it and we've never stopped stopped. (laughs) (laughs) so that's coming up next week thank you so much for being here thank you so much for listening if you would like to learn more about rachel and i you can over at keeping up with the windsors pod over on instagram if you'd like to find out more about rachel and i we have a youtube channel and this week we actually uh, had a video called why we love the royals so if you want to watch that head on over to keeping up with the windsors over on youtube you can also follow us at keeping up the windsors pod over on instagram and you can email us at keeping up the windsors pod at gmail.com and i want to extend a massive thank you to every single person who has bought us a coffee over on Kofi. it really helps us support the podcast and keep it running thank you so much to all those people who've supported us so far if you would like to support us you can head over to Kofi k-o-f-i and the link is also in the show notes for you if you would like to buy rachel and i a coffee so that's it for this week we can't wait to keep you up to date next week on our one year anniversary so we'll see you then on keeping up up with the the winters. winters